How's it going, everybody? This is Andy McCullough from the Los Angeles Times here with Pedro Mora, also of the Los Angeles Times. Welcome to the latest and hopefully greatest edition of Sports Writers Blues, the baseball podcast of the Los Angeles Times. Pedro, man, how's it going? It's going okay, Andy. How about you, man? It's great. I'm in San Diego. Um, you know, going to go eat a burrito with french fries in it or something. Cool. Don't really understand the point of that. Well, that's I don't know. That's what they do in San Diego. I understand. I'm not criticizing uh, your your adherence to reality. Just the existence of the product. Okay. What? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think's more San Diego? Uh, French fries in a burrito, or uh, people screaming at each other in the gas lamp? Uh, French fries and a burrito. I think that's how people know the uh, like San Diego cuisine across the country. Wow, that is depressing. Um, so I don't really. Can you explain briefly? Though I know I'm I'm imparting a, a an interest in it that you don't really have. But can you explain the 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 appeal of it? I I've never understood it. Of what? Of of French fries inside a burrito. Oh, I don't get it at all. I think it's disgusting. Well, I, it's not that I think it's disgusting so much as I think that it just doesn't – it doesn't add um, – like french fries in a burrito, the, the point of it I would see is to add texture to it. Um, but, like, that's not a problem in burritos. And it's just adding, like, general blandness to something that doesn't – like, that's like saying, like, can I get double rice on my burrito, like, more or less. Um, yeah, I mean uh, – I just don't get it. I would say that, uh, that Grub Street, uh, which is sort of the uh, – you know Grub mm-hmm. Street. It's like familiar. The, yep. a New York Magazine's uh, food website. They do their, like, best of New York stuff, and uh, they say the best burrito in New York uh, is one where you can get fries in it, which is further proof that New York City is so screwed up when it comes to Mexican cuisine that it's really depressing. Yeah, I didn't know that, but that's not uh, that's not an encouraging um, feature of the city. Yeah, uh... Okay, what does this say? It says, uh, here's the caption. French fries might just be the best burrito filling you've never had. That is outrageous. I just don't – I it's it's upsetting to me. Um, I don't know why it upsets me so, but I just – yeah. I've never liked that idea. And, I, I mean, I had it for the first time. I, I resisted trying it for a few years, and then I had it, and it was underwhelming as expected. Dylan swears by it. I mean – you're talking about Dylan, a man who wakes up searching for carbs, like you know. I don't think that Dylan, he he doesn't he doesn't. You're honestly he doesn't delineate foods at all. He just he's just <laughs> there's no. I don't think he thinks about proteins versus carbs versus vegetable like versus you know versus. Well, he like, de- he definitely doesn't think about vegetables. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. <laughs> Shout out to Dylan if he possibly listens this week. He said he listened last week. Really enjoyed it. Um, so we just had the freeway series. Uh, did anything interesting happen at the freeway series besides, uh, you know, Escobar, um, becoming really heated? Um, did anything interesting happen besides that? Uh, not really. Um, the two teams split the series. Um, the Angels played okay, which is, I guess, something interesting if you're an Angels fan. Um, right? Uh, I guess it's. I mean, they played. They played Eagles okay fan. against a really good team, so that's good. That's not bad. Did they? 
did they? Yeah, I guess so. They didn't yeah. play. The Dodgers they didn't play off. They didn't play bad. They didn't oh. play bad. The Dodgers played kind of a bad game on. Uh, seemed like on Wednesday. Yeah, that's true. The absence of bad is kind of good, at least in this year's American League. So that makes sense. It really fits with uh, this year's National League too, because there are no good teams. What? In the National League. What? Are, what? I don't understand. There's are the Dodgers three in, good teams. still in the national? There's 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 three good teams in the national. There's only one in the American. I mean, the Red Sox are a good team. Dude, no. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> they're not. Whoa. They're not. Dude, dude, no. Wait a minute. Uh, I was just the there. The team is the team is light, man. That team is light. I'll take the Indians over the Red Sox. Uh, possibly in a in a seven game series. Wait, okay. So what what is wrong with the Red Sox? It seems like they can hit. Uh, they have like pitching. they have like their bottom half wow. of their lineup is bad. Um, wow. And really, they're not okay. I'm just looking at their. Um, do you know who leads that team in OPS plus? Uh, PD Justin Pedroia. No. Bogarts. No. Benintendi. No, he, no, he's not having that good of a year. I don't know. It's Jackie Bradley Jr. What? Yeah, okay. Yeah, they seem a little short for me now. Um, um they got a uh that guy uh, Mitch Moreland is having an okay season, but he's still Mitch yeah, Moreland. He's, he, he's yeah. an okay player. He's fine. Mitch he's Moreland's not a, okay. he's not he's a bad like fifth best player in your lineup. Yes, if he's batting 6th, you're fine. Yeah, but he's batting 5th and Hanley's batting 6th and he's not very good. So. Yeah. It's um, weird. Um they're getting some good pitching performances. Yeah. I mean, they got some guys like they have Joe Kelly is like suddenly throwing 100 out of the bullpen and dominating, yeah, but, but he's walking a bunch okay, of people and it's not going to continue why probably. Is, hold on. Why is Joe Joe Kelly right now has a 107 ERA? Yes, that's true. A And you said he throws 100? Uh he hit 102. He throws like he sits 98, yeah. So how does he have a 6.4 strikeouts per 9? Um I'm not sure, man. Uh, God, that's like the straightest fastball imaginable. Yeah, six point four to f- and a four and a four point. Walk. Yeah, that's not sustainable. The only at all. reason he's doing well uh, is because he hasn't given up a homer this season. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. I mean, that's yeah. that's an oversimplification. All right, oversimplification, so basically, their bullpen is like Craig. He's got a ninety percent strain rate. Yeah. Um, yeah, Craig Kimbrell and a bunch of Jabril. Yeah, Kimbrell looks amazing though. Um, yeah. Okay, so the Red Sox aren't good, um, or aren't that good. No, the, they're the fine. They're just. They, it, it depends on if if David Price becomes uh, old David Price and if they can get another starting pitcher. Because right now they're they're like right. number two starter is Drew Pomeranz. What happened to uh, the guy you said was an ace, Rick Porcello? When did I say he was an ace? I don't know. Possibly. He's okay. He's a fine three, I guess. What did I have Rick Porcello as coming into the season? I don't know. I'll check. <laughs> did you He's just got a five ERA? Did you just say his name in two different ways in the last like? Month? I yeah. I mean, I I've been mispronouncing Cody Bellinger's name for months. Um, good times, man. All right, continue talking while I look up this this thing. So there's three good teams in the National League. Yeah. And there's one good team in the American League. Is that fair? I don't know. Who are the three good teams in the National League? The 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 Uh, D backs, the Dodgers, and the Nats. Yeah, okay. I think that's fair. Okay. I mean, but the Nats, man, the Nats bullpen is like yeah, but they're gonna improve that. Fu- uh, how? I mean, okay, 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 not how, but like, okay, say they get Dave Robertson, and I thought Brad. you said Dave, Dave Roberts in, and I was like, whoa, oh. that's controversial. <laughs> yeah, get rid of Dusty, yeah. <laughs> uh, say they get Dave Dave Robertson and Brad Hand. Does that fix their bullpen? 
I mean, probably, yeah. I, I do it think makes so, it yeah. They call better, that, they call that like, chaining, like you know? The smart people call that chaining, uh, where you just uh, – the guy who was pitching the ninth is suddenly pitching the seventh, and he's better than most he's, – he's worse than almost all ninth inning guys, but he's better than almost all seventh inning guys. So, yeah, I think they would be fine if that – I think I think almost every team in in like baseball history would be pretty good if you acquired two dominant relievers. Uh, w- almost every bullpen, whoa, not team, whoa. not team. Okay. Bullpen. Well, I think you're overstating Dave Robertson and Brad Hand. Um, yeah. I've, uh, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen Brad Hand pitch. Uh, but but people seem to think he's really good. So I don't know. I don't even know what he looks have, like. But I've read a lot about him. So. I mean, I've covered uh, many games in which Brad Hand has appeared, and I don't know if I've ever seen him pitch. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, their bullpen has, like, a lot of fairly mediocre pitchers. That's You could say that about every single bullpen in the major leagues. Uh, y- yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, you're still going to have Blake Trinan pitching the seventh. Like, Isn't he okay? Doesn't he have some stuff? He has a 6-1-1 ERA. I mean, he but what is the walk the park what is in, the strike like, out the walk? leverage spots. Uh, 2.3, uh, 7.6 strikeouts per nine. I don't know. I mean, wh- whatever. Like, I, I mean, they're I not getting enough, the season from – I don't know. I Okay. All right. So the Nats are, the Nats I, are better than – I think they the would Nats be – The Nats are still good. I don't think their bullpen will be their undoing if they have if they go out and acquire two good, rel- two good relievers. Man. Their lineup really is nails. Yeah. Man, their lineup, they can, they can hit that ball. I think, they, I, uh, I think they might have a better lineup than the Astros. Ooh. Um, well, the high end of it, for sure. Uh, the depth, I, I don't know. Because um, the high end, like the Harper-Murphy uh, aspect of it, uh, Zimmerman's really come back to earth, which is not surprising. Um, but he's still slugging 630. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you're looking at, you know, Murphy, Rendon, Zimmerman, and Harper, I think that's probably better than the four at the top of um, Houston's lineup. Yeah. But Tony Rendon I don't know. They, is really just good. they just basically lost uh, Trey, Turner. Uh, yeah. Trey Turner for the year. Wow, actually. But he's, about, he's man, he'll be back before the playoffs probably. Look at, man. What? Springer, Altuve, Correa, and Marlon Gonzalez are all over 155 OPS plus. Yeah, three of those guys you would expect to continue. Yeah, Marlon Gonzalez kind of falls into that, uh, that like, Zimmerman, Zimmerman category. portfolio, yeah. yeah, where it's like you don't. He's really a know. fine player. Yeah. He's just not a 161 OP, WRC plus player. Right, 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 for sure. Um, so Por- you, uh, you had Porcello as a guy, by the way. All right, I'm happy with that. Um, so you you got a good look at the Dodgers over the last three nights. Um, what uh, what do you think they should do at the trade deadline coming up? Um, I think they should acquire good players. Um. Hey, if I wanted to talk to Dylan Hernandez, I would go to King Taco in Pasadena and wait for him to walk in. Uh, he, he he actually prefers a different King Taco now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think they should acquire uh, players wherever the uh, the cost to acquire is is lesser. I don't I don't. They're in a position where. Uh, I mean, I guess the, the the preeminent need would be a, a, a good starting pitcher um, because it doesn't seem like they have another. Ga- a few guys that they're confident in starting in the, in the playoffs right now. Uh, do you really want to start Rich Hill in a playoff game? Probably not, right? 
Yeah, I mean, let's see what Rich Hill does. Yes, I agree. Before the deadline, weeks? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I the Rich Hill from May and early June, no. The Rich Hill from his last two starts, I wouldn't mind that. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't mind that as a, oh. maybe your number three, but I don't know if you want to be ca- if you're if you're if you're aspiring to win the World Series, I don't know if you want to be counting on that as your number two so far, the overall package. But that, I mean, that could change. That could easily change. You're talking about a guy that well, turned around his career on, on the basis of like 15 starts. He's also not their number two starter. Who is their number two starter? Alex Wood. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. He didn't pitch. Yeah. Um, that's um, fair. Yeah, he's really good. Forgot about him. I've always right. been a fan of Alex Wood. Yeah. So, uh, and also, I mean, Brandon McCarthy presents a really interesting puzzle, I guess, because you look at his numbers, right? He's six and three, three two five ERA. Um, you know, the strikeout to walk is okay, two point eight five. You know, uh, 3.19 FIP gets a lot of soft contact. Like that's you know, yeah, give me give me 35 starts of that, right? But the thing with the 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 yips or the thing or the whatever it is that he kind of they kind of resurfaced last week and all of a sudden like really puts a uh, you know really sort of makes you nervous about putting him out there in a playoff game, I guess, right? Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh, that's what I was thinking when it was uh, when it was out out there that. I mean, he's been – I think he's been really good, no? I mean – Yeah, no, I mean, he's having a really good season. Yeah, I mean, looking at the numbers, and it's like that's a very good season. So – but that is a concern, yes. It's going to be someone yeah. that people are probably going to try to take advantage – he's the type of per, of pitcher you'd wonder what the advanced scout would have on him um, right. in a playoff situation where a team is focusing on them for weeks before in September. Um, that's not something I would feel comfortable with. Uh now, if he's your fourth starter, and uh, uh, that's maybe a little bit different. So yeah, you, they just yeah. They really need one more person to depend on. Maybe that's for Chill. Maybe it's not. So yeah, if it's right. not, then you that, go out and acquire sense. something like that. But I mean, is there really, even really space in their lineup? I mean, like unless you're unless you're down entirely down on Logan Forsythe, uh, there's just there's not really a spot to insert a position player. Uh, I think there is in in the you, corner you, outfield. Yeah, left field. Uh, I'm actually I've Yaziel Puig has had a great June. Uh, and I think, you know, he's a good he defender, be, man. Uh, yes. He's having a very good defensive season. Uh, he really hit in June. And if he it's like if he can be a 750 to 800 OPS player, he's totally valuable. And, you know, they should stick with him. I've been, you know, I've been kind of writing for a while that um, they, you know, should, you know, should probably try and upgrade right field. But with the way Puig played this past month, if he's able to sustain like any version of that with the defense he's playing, they're totally fine. And yeah. they should probably. Start looking at at left field. I think. Yeah, he's got a he's got a what a seven ninety two OPS this season. I mean that plays with with yeah. uh, I mean, with the defense. S- most of that is this past month. Uh huh. But uh, I mean, we're was, still including the overall package, so I don't I don't think that's a bad yes. sample or anything. Um, no, I mean I'm just I'm just saying like it's not you know if he had been doing this all year, I don't think I would have been writing like hey they need to upgrade in right field. Yeah. But he's. I think even um, yeah. It's. If he's, he's having a really nice month. If he's at a 750 and with his defense, I don't think you're really going to get something that is going to be a worthwhile improvement over that unless you're going to give up a mm. lot at the deadline. I mean, that's just mm. – right? I got two words. I got two words Who? for you. Jose Bautista. Uh, man, Jose Bautista to outplay, to outplay Puig has to hit a significantly better, significantly better than him. You know that, right? I mean, we're talking. He's really bad in the outfield. That's what. That's what I'm. We're, 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 he has to hit 80 OPS points better than Puig. 
to be better mm. than him. It, okay. Yeah, I think that's he a that's a rough a, he, guess. He actually has a lower OPS than him right now. And okay. he and he had a and he had an eight eighteen OPS last year. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. That okay. seems hard. He's thirty. He's gonna turn thirty seven in the playoffs. Okay. What about JD Martinez? Yes, but how much are you gonna give up? I would. I mean, like, I'm in on JD I, Martinez. I, yeah, if if I'm if I'm the Dodgers, right? Uh, you know, I would go into Stan Caston's office, and I would pound on the door, and then I would run away, um, just to annoy him. But uh, if I'm the Dodgers, right? Like, you, this is a very good team, okay? Like, this is you could make an argument they're the best team in baseball. Um, they're going to be a good team for several years, uh, but. This is a very unique situation in that the path to the pennant seems as clear as it's going to be. Like, it's hard to imagine a year where they're going to be, like, it's going to, like, things are going to line up the way they are. They still have Kershaw in his at his prime. They're still, you know, getting good, like, getting cost-effective seasons from Bellinger and Seager. They're, they're getting Turner in his prime. They're getting Jansen in his prime. Like, this is the year when you, you push some chips into the center and really go for it and i would give up something significant for jd martinez even for two months i mean i'm not saying walker bueller you know i'm not saying even necessarily you know alex verdugo uh maybe alex verdugo i don't know but um, i mean you're not gonna you're not gonna get that <laughs> jd martinez unless you're giving up one of your top three prospects if not more well, i mean he's a right, really good player it, man you give yeah i mean willie calhoun and yadier alvarez who says no i don't know i'd have to think about that some more uh I mean, you have the thing is though, like they have fifteen guys, you know, who they can trade. So like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe. I, I but don't you're know. talking about you know the best bat available, and that is going, and that could mean a lot. Um, I mean, yeah. Well, they should go get the best bat. I mean, like, I don't know. I uh, I I get I get what you're saying that like you you have to go with something real, but like they they were able to make a pretty good deal last year for a good bat and a good pitcher. A good bat. By That's not what you said about Josh Reddick at the time. Uh, amid it, so. Wait, when? Amid it uh, in August and September and afterwards. I don't I don't I don't well, remember he was, you hearing you hearing. He was it. bad in August yeah. and September, but he was good before he got there. Yes, so uh, I think, I mean, I understand your logic. It's like it's not it's not flawed in any real way but I, I think that there's an alternate way to look at it which is you might have the best team already um you uh-huh. know that you're trying to be good for the next decade uh and contend mm-hmm. and win the and essentially win the pennant in half of those years something like that um win the division every year that's the goal uh given that i think it might make more sense to to wait to push your chips in when you need a boost to make the playoffs um i think uh, like from a i think from a um from like a a pure logical perspective, I think that like adding a player like JD Martinez in a season where you're on the border of making the playoffs is actually more valuable than it is in a season when you're already assured of making the playoffs. Because th- in order for the for that not to be true, you have to believe that like a team can have a really good chance of winning the World Series in a given year, like a 30, 40 percent chance when they when they enter into the playoffs. And and of course you know that I do not feel that way. Um, there, you know, I don't, I don't have hard and fast proof proving that, but, uh, but that's, that's what I see and that's what I, what I believe. And so that changes the calculation, obviously, if you don't, if you're never going to have a great chance, a wonderful chance, then you, then maybe you don't even need to push your chips in and just wait. And maybe they'll win the world series without JD Martinez. When was the last time, 
I guess the 2014 Giants were the last team who didn't make a significant addition at the. Or t- yeah. Well, but what I mean, the better question would be the better question in terms of like its 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 functionality would be when was the last time a team won the World Series without a trade deadline acquisition making a real impact? Uh, I mean, I can you know 2015 Ben Zobras made a real impact. I'm not ben saying Zobras that it never happens. Of course that does. Yeah. Well, well, what do you what do you, but, that you it's possible that to, for, for for that to happen? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That w- it's possible for what to happen? For a team to win the World Series without a midseason acquisition uh, that that adds to their to their roster. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to remember who that might be. I guess the Giants. Let's look up the list. I mean, it generally teams good teams add players at the deadline. Yes, because that's generally. what their fans want. Yep. Right, and it, yeah, that's what their fans want. You are the worst. If you if you're trying to discount that from the from the equation, I think you're making a obviously mistake. that's part of the equation. So you think that Theo Epstein and Jed Hoyer are sitting around looking at their roster, knowing that they have a once in a lifetime chance to end this streak, and they're thinking, well, what do our fans want? And Tom Ricketts comes in and is like, hey, y'all. I don't know why he doesn't talk like Ted Cruz. He just looks like him. Um, but he's like, hey, the fans really want to win. Like, we need to get someone good for the fans. And Theo's like, that's a great idea. And that's why I traded Nomar Garcia-Para, like, for the fans. Like, come on, dude. They, they, they do it because they want to make their team better. I mean, there's th- you're pulling out one example, and we're talking about you know, 10 teams or something like that that buy each year. I mean, there's plenty of examples in the past of I, I've seen of teams the, that, of teams that like make elite, acquisitions when they don't. The elite teams. The elite teams. The Dodgers are an elite team. The 2015 Royals were an elite team. The 2016 Cubs were an elite team. You know, I'm not talking about the teams who do it to fake it. Well, that's, that, like that is part of the that, – that exists too. So that's all. Right, but we're not talking about a team that's trying to fake it. Okay. So what would you do? I would go get J.D. Martinez and Sean Doolittle. Cool. That's, uh, that's what I would do. I would get a lefty reliever. Um, I would get uh, would get Martinez, and uh, I would kind of stay away. I, I don't know. Who, do any of these starting pitchers really, like, you know, wet your whistle? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> Like, I mean, we can go, you know, Garrett Cole, eh, no. Uh, Jose Quintana, I mean. I mean, I would have to see what the return would be before. Uh, I mean, like, I would like to have Garrett Cole in my rotation if I was running a team. But, sure. But, but I, you got to give you got to yeah, give up the store. I don't know what that's going to require. So I'm thinking right. probably not. Right. Like, if you could buy low on Cole, if you could buy low on Quintana, if you could buy low on Sonny Gray, you know, yeah, sure, you know, sign me up. But – who, you know, why would the White Sox sell low? Why would the A's sell low? I mean, maybe the Pirates might sell low because they worry that the value is going to go down. But How many years know, is left of control does, does Garrett Cole have? I think two. Let me check. Or like one and a half, I guess, at this point. Let me, let me check real quick. Twenty twenty, he's a free agent. So two and a half, right? That's how math works. Yeah, yeah. He's first year arb. The season. um, 
the 2011 yeah. Cardinals, it looks like, uh, unless I can't find anything else, it looks like the only acquisition they made at the deadline was acquiring Edwin Jackson for their starting center oh, no. fielder. They, also, they, got, they got Scrabble, too. Oh, yeah, that, that matters. Scrabble um, was big in the playoffs. Don't – whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not say things we can't take back. I said that matters, Andy. I think I can That's take right. I can't take that back, man. No, man. You, let me see. They got Scrabble. Um, I'm trying to think. There was someone else. I they got like for call, Oct- actually, from the Dodgers. Maybe Octavio Dotel was in that deal. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. in the same trade, but they traded away their yeah. starting center fielder. So, uh, right, uh, that was a, that was all one trade. That that Scrabble gosh, trade. What a great, what a great trade that was. I didn't know Scrabble came up with the Blue Jays. You learn something new every day. Um, yeah, they traded for for call. That's probably oh, the biggest yeah. thing they did. I just clicked on Colby Rasmus's uh, his photo, yeah, page. the beard, yeah. Man, what is he doing? His brother, uh, his brother pitched for the Angels and had the same sort of thing going on. What? Where are they from? They're from uh, rural Alabama. Okay. Yeah, they both still hey, live there. Did you uh, listen to that podcast, S Town? I did. Yeah. Um, I just finished the third episode yesterday. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I get it. Uh. Explain, I suppose. Why was this made? Um, I mean, it's it's kind of entertaining. I don't know. Uh, Is it? I, I mean, am I entertained by it? I don't know. You have different standards for entertainment than other people. You can sit there and watch hours of people playing poker, and I, I get tired of it after two minutes. You watch you watch fake people people fake wrestle. I mean, it's whoa, 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 entertainment whoa, whoa, is different whoa, whoa, for whoa. everyone, Andy. They do not fake wrestle. The wrestling is real, guy. Andy, you cannot argue this. Like it's it's. It's a, it's your it's, worst stance. It's not fake. It is it's fake. fake. It is scheduled okay. and planned and not real. First of all, it's so real. It's real. It's really happening. I mean, the outcome given is that, scripted. Given the that explanation, everything that has ever happened in the world is real? Is the outcome of a basketball game uh, scripted? You know how I feel. Basketball's contrived. <laughs> No, you, no. The thing is, wrestling is just a—it's just a different form of entertainment, man. Uh, it's not fake. And the ending of a basketball game is not scripted. I mean, I guess there's like a there's a Whoa. basic there's a basic uh, structure take that is that in place. With, uh, take that up with Aisha Curry, guy. Um, what? Look, remember when uh, Steph Curry's wife was like saying how the league has it all rigged no. last year? No. Yeah. That's because you probably think basketball is contrived. Look, wrestling is not fake. The outcome is scripted, uh, but it's you know it's performance. There's nothing fake about it. Uh. Okay. I mean, it's uh, it's it's purportedly real. Uh, it's it's like a live it's, action that is not live. It's it's planned. It's live. I don't know. It's, it, no. It's you can't. You're, you, don't, you're wrong. you don't really you, think it's this. I know this. You, no, I know yes, this I about you. You don't. I. You. It's, I you like it because you grew up liking it, and that's professional and it, and that's wrestling. Fine, but professional wrestling has a predetermined outcome, but it is a real performance. It's performance art. There's no denying that it's performance art. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not saying like it's still real to me or like, you know, like I, you know, like I'm not being some sort of mark. I'm just telling you an actual definition of what wrestling is. It's performance art. The idea of sports is that you don't you don't know the outcome. That the outcome is still. Did I say it was a sport? No, it's performance art. Okay. Boom. Roasted. No, man. It's just like 
I've never understood how you could en- enjoy that. And then given your standards, I mean, we started talking about this because of, of what is entertaining. So I, I just, I don't <laughs> think we're any of us, clearly neither of us is qualified to make judgments upon the other person's, like, like uh, threshold for entertainment. I wasn't criticizing you for liking S-Town. I'm not saying that. I'm what the appeal is. I don't think I get it, and I'm uh, probably going to finish listening to it. I was, well, that's I, probably why then. Um, I was, I, I, think, I enjoyed I the main to, character. Yeah. Um, I thought oh. I thought it was funny to learn about him. Uh, what a, yeah that the show just, I think uh, I think I'm I think I'm going to listen to it because I'm wondering if there's like some sort of point at the end of it and you know I drive a lot so I guess it'll take you know four more hours to get there. Why do you uh, drive a lot? You live six minutes from the stadium. Uh, you know I I maybe driving's the wrong thing. I listen to podcasts a lot. Uh. I you know I have a long drive coming up to Vegas uh, on Sunday, so. Um, yeah, I listened to that whole podcast on the drive back from spring training. Actually. Oh wow! Yeah, so yeah, I really. might I might just like listen to uh you know listen to it on the drive to Vegas on Sunday night. Cool. Okay. Do you have anything? What should the Angels do at the deadline? Uh, they should uh, they should probably sell. Um. But uh, they're a game over 500 right now, and if they're still in the mix, it's going to be hard to sell to the fan base that they're that they should sell because uh, this is their best chance to make the playoffs in a couple of years. So, uh, and they still haven't won a playoff game since uh, 2009. It's a long time. Um, so if you're a game out, and uh, the better thing for the future of the franchise is to sell, but the uh, but the better thing to sell tickets and please your fan base is to is to, is to acquire. Uh, then what do you do? Do you just stand pat? It's unclear. Luckily, they still have four more weeks to figure it out. Man, I can't wait to find out what happens. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you reading anything decent? Uh, I'm reading a book about uh, about deaths at the ballpark. That was a gift. Uh, oh, my God. Did Sam Miller write it? It was right up my alley, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my friends for knowing me. It's great. Uh, it's a comprehensive study of uh, game-related fatalities going back to, like, oh the 19th God. century. So every oh everybody that's ever died on the field. Yeah, that is uh, that is definitely your alley. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, that's not perf- that's not performance art right there. No. Uh, I I just uh, I just finished um, the Force by Don Winslow. Uh, um, he uh, he wrote Savages and uh, the Power of the Dog, the Cartel. He does kind of like <clears throat> macho fiction type thing this is about uh, corrupt cops in uh new york city and uh, it was good uh his writing style is uh, is not uh not a style that i would try and emulate but it is enjoyable um and uh yeah i, I liked it i thought it was good and i just started uh frank deford's collection uh last night the world polished midget so we'll see how that goes cool yeah yeah well this was a podcast Yes, it was. Right. Well, uh, if you want to rate and review us on iTunes, please do that. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening.